Hi, Merch Money. We are live today with Juna Duncan from Detour Shirts. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's such an honor to have you on the show. I've been following you for a long time. I don't know when you, I guess that's the first question is when did you start Detour Shirts? It feels like it's been a long time. Yeah, I started Detour, well, it started as Detour Design. Mm -hmm. And that was back in 2005. I don't know if it says on here on my shirt. Let's oh see. yeah, 2005. So um, that's when I started Cafe Press. Wow, so my official online T-shirt date. So did you actually, start Instagram and and all of that, or when did you start no. your in Instagram posts? Instagram just started after I did merch. So after I got on merch, which was 2017, I started mm -hmm. Instagram. I've only been on Instagram maybe a year and a half. Oh, okay. So around the same time that we started. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right around the same. time. We started April 2018. So oh, guys, wow. next next Monday, this coming Monday, is going to be two years. I can't believe it. Two-year anniversary. That's a good one. So we'll we'll give you guys more details, but we're planning a, uh, a fun show for next Monday. So hopefully clear your calendar. We hope all of you guys can come watch um, next Monday. Fun. But anyway, so you have been so inspirational to so many people. Um, for any of you guys that don't follow uh, Detour Shirts, I put the links in the description. Um, if you're watching on Facebook or if you're watching on YouTube, you should see his links. But he has such um, such helpful posts. I love how you have your Instagram structured and how you have everything okay. structured. Um, we'll go into it more. We'll go ahead and start from the beginning. But okay. guys, make sure you you follow him if you don't already. This will be a uh, very good show. You have so much experience and you've been so helpful to so many people. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for saying that. It's nice. Nice of yeah. you. Well, it's all true. All true things. <laughs> so so you started back in 2005. Is that what you said? Uh -huh. 2005. That is the year I graduated college. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> that is a so I was not on the path of uh, graphic design at that time. I went into... Uh, retail manager and then i was a bank manager oh wow um yep. but yeah so tell us about it so how did you get started in 2005 what made you decide um, to try it so in 2005 uh, um a co-worker of mine and i wanted to start our own business and so we he did a lot of website design and it, i did graphic design and so together we thought we could do like a website company creating website designs we didn't get a lot of sales coming in. We didn't get a lot of uh, clients. So he found that a lot of companies were doing um, as a side business, uh, selling t-shirts online. And at the time there was only a few um, print on demand sites, one with Cafe Press, which was probably the biggest one at the time, still pretty yeah. big. Um, and so we just started there and started adding designs on Cafe Press. Um, in 2005 and we actually started getting more money through the t-shirts than we did well we had we had some clients but we started getting more and more money and i really loved graphic design i was the graphic design guy so i just kept adding more and adding more and as i got more sales it just pumped me up to get more add more on there and so we got we got pretty far on there and um, nice. learned and that first christmas um, it was in May, so that first Christmas after that May, we did really well, and we we found out. That, yeah, we got I got I got hooked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was doing before then too, so yeah. That's amazing. So 2005. How 
when did Cafe Press start? Was that towards the beginning? No, the beginning of Cafe Press. It was probably maybe four or five years old. Not not very old. They were they were big at that time, and they were having conferences. So I was able to go to like a Cafe Press conference in oh, nice. San Francisco, and they would train everybody. And you know, they they love all the sellers there and try to get them to do stuff. So it was, it was a good time to be in cafe press actually. So amazing. Yeah. That is really neat that you have that, that experience. So you've been able to see all the different platforms as they've uh -huh. grown and as they've come out. Cause I know cafe yeah. press and Dazzle were yeah. early, but I'm sure so many other ones mm -hmm. came up throughout mm -hmm. the time that you've been doing print on demand. Yeah. And it was good that I actually joined cafe press because that's how I learned about merch is from a, one of the other sellers from cafe press. He found out about merch by Amazon and then he emailed me and he, you got to see this. You got to do merch by Amazon. This this is the next thing. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And then I got hooked there too. So yeah, good absolutely. Good, you, good work for sure. Merch. Um, did you right away see a difference between Cafe Press and merch or were you so established on Cafe Press that it took a while to have success on merch? Before merch, Cafe Press was my biggest um, mm -hmm. seller or profit. Mm -hmm. um, but as I learned what how to do merch and learn from other people on YouTube, like yourself and other people that I, I followed on YouTube, I've learned how, how to work the um, merch by Amazon system. Mm -hmm. And it's so much easier to, to yes. learn on merch by Amazon. Not only um, do you get, you know, you can look at the BSRs and what other people are doing and, and the community mm -hmm. is great, but you're on Amazon. So like the just the traffic from Amazon just it, it, it's crazy so yeah it's always interesting to talk to people who started before merch and started on other platforms because I think that's really good practice like if you can succeed on all the other platforms then um I'm sure merch just seems so easy like it's so much easier <laughs> it is. It's, so it's good it's good awesome. if you start um you know you have the right expectations going in uh -huh. um, uh, anyway, let's say hi to everybody joining. Fernando joins. Hi, hey, Fernando. Fernando. Um, Nito. Um, my niece, BB Rose, is Brianna's. If you see wow. me, say hi, Brianna. That's who I'm talking to. Cool. Um, Teresa, thank you guys all for being here. Um, and feel free to ask questions in the chat. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Juno, I, I never know to say detour shirt. I know you as detour, detour shirt. So I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> practicing Juna. Um, but he's very experienced with print on demand, graphic design, everything. So this is the best person to ask questions. If you have any questions, um, definitely put them in the chat. And Christine's here. Hi, Christine. Um, and Tammy, look at all these people. Thank you guys all for being here. Thank you for watching. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I don't even know where to begin because there's just so much we could talk about. I know the the topic, uh, when when we were getting ready for the show, I was like, I don't even know what topic, Juno knows everything. Um, so we just decided to talk about how to increase sales because that's mm -hmm. what, when it all comes down to it, that's what everybody wants. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, even if you're a lower tier, you want to increase sales. If you're higher tier, you want to increase sales, especially now when there's no merch, you want to increase sales. So yeah, increase sales yeah. is always something. So. Yes, absolutely. Um, so along those lines, um, I guess you had, even before Cafe Press, you had a graphic design 
experience. Yeah. Um, what was your original graphic design experience in? Was it like, it wasn't t-shirts, right? It was something else? Right. Or? So I, I was a graphic designer at the time. Um, I was a yellow, I, I did ads for the yellow pages. If you oh, wow. That. <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. So we would, we would crank out yellow page ads um, back when there was a yellow pages and do probably 14 a day or something like that. It was, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And I did on the side as well. I always did, you know, graphic design on the side. I would do my little characters or my t-shirt designs even before before Cafe Press even. So there was there was a company called um, Crazy Shirts. I think they're still around in, in Hawaii. Um, oh. I would submit t-shirt designs to, to Crazy Shirts even before 2005. So I would draw them by hand even before I had a computer and would submit it. And so. Oh my gosh. Wow. So you have really seen the whole progression and you yeah. went to school for graphic design. Is that what you said? Yep. Graduated wow. with a degree in commercial art. So yeah. That's amazing. So commercial art, that was graphic design, like on a uh, computer. So back when I went to college, um, graphic design just started. So I, I learned traditionally I drew and painted and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, there was a couple of classes that was just breaking out. This I graduated in '95, so uh -huh. old. Um, so they just had a. I think it was a. Wow, was it a Quark Express? I'm kind of dating it, but That's was, okay. yeah, Quark, Quark Express. I think was the application that we were uh -huh. using back in in that class. And so, yeah, it's amazing to think how them. much has changed just okay. in our own lifetimes. Like yeah. my. My dad graduated with a computer science degree in 1983. Um, <laughs> computers were around, I guess, but they yeah. were like so big, they filled up the whole room. And yeah. anyway, but just in our lifetime, it's just, I mean, I remember getting our first computer and like, it's just so much has changed. So it's really fun to talk to people that where you've seen the whole progression, like from start yeah. to finish. Yeah. Um, well, not finish, but whatever. Start to now. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, so did you, just, did you just right away love computers and graphic design, or were you more hesitant and wanted to do like actual drawing with paints? And it was a learning curve for sure. You know, yeah. learning like everyone that started, you have to learn that uh, pen tool in mm -hmm. Illustrator, or Affinity Designer, or whatever you're using. Mm -hmm. You have to kind of know how to click and drag, and but once once I got it, it's easy. Yeah, yeah it took, it took a little while, but I love yeah. it. I love that you can you can make it look um, just really clean, right? And the colors are clean, and like when you draw, you kind of have that sketchy look, which is good yeah. sometimes if yeah. you want that. Um, but on the computer, you, have more con you got control a lot control with. Graphic design, you can do more things with it, probably. Oh, for sure. And it's just different. It's just different. Yeah. And you can so. undo and, like, yeah. So, by hand, nice. There's some benefits, but there are definitely a lot more benefits, I think, for on the computer. So, yeah. Well, I think it's so neat. So, you you were doing ads, you were doing different things, you, you started figuring out ways to get um, graphic design for t shirts. Yeah. How did you go about it? Like, did you? do research and what people were looking for with t-shirts or were you more just whatever you thought of or how did you start? So back in the cafe press days, the early days of 2005, mm -hmm. I would just put anything I wanted, right? Mm -hmm. It's not the very, it's not the best thing to do, mm -hmm. but that's what 
like I like it, so I'm going to put it up, see if other people like it. Yeah. I think some people still do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really took off in that December or that Q4, that first Q4, was I noticed that, remember the show Lost? Yeah. Um, there was a saying on that show. Not, no, not Lost. Yeah, it was Lost. No, no, sorry. It was um, Heroes, Heroes. Okay. I did a Lost one, but Heroes came first. Okay. And so Heroes, um, there was like save the world, save the cheerleader, save the world or something like that, right? Uh-huh early 2005, 2006. Anyway, I thought, wow, people are really looking for that. So I'll, I made a t-shirt right away on Cafe Press. And this is before I knew anything about trademarks and not having yeah, yeah. And they're on the lot. Like you can't do that anymore. But mm-hmm. I did it and I got sales after sales. And I'm like, whoa, this is crazy that I got so many sales for that. Um, and so then I learned like, wow, I guess I got to do things that people are looking for. And yeah. people are wanting to buy instead of the things that I think are. So that's when I, I learned that, uh, you know, research really counts. You really have to do the things that, that people are looking for. And, and mm-hmm. that, that will bring you your like traffic. Like if you're not paying for traffic and you want organic traffic, mm-hmm. you, you know, have the right keywords, do the right things that people are looking for. And then mm-hmm. people will find you because they're looking for it. So Right. And that leads perfectly into Steve's question. He had a question. Um, can you tell about your main marketing strategies? So maybe yeah. just explain a little bit about like what you just said. Like that's how you first started realizing this is important to look and see what people are looking yeah. for. But how has it evolved over time? And do you do paid advertising at all? Like I do. I do some paid advertising when merch was up and we were selling on Amazon. I used Amazon. Um, advertising or AMS. Some people like to call it AMS. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And I, um, another thing I like to do and I I show on my Instagram is Amazon's really good about showing which products sell well. Um, It's called the BSR or bestseller rank numbers. Every product on Amazon has a bestseller rank. The lower the bestseller rank number, the better it's selling. So you can use that to your advantage and and see what types of shirts are selling well, what types of phrases, what types of topics. You know, you'll see, so for example, Mother's Day is coming up. You'll see a lot of Mother's Day shirts, um, their BSRs or their their numbers will start dropping, right? Because right. more people are buying that. So that's one way to um, find out what's, what's selling. So as far as marketing, I make sure that I'm designing things that people are looking for and one way to find out that is through the BSRs on Amazon. Another way to find that is just by searching on Google, Google Trends, Google um, searches. So um, I've I love, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I love how you take different trends and you do posts about them in yeah. um, Instagram. So guys, definitely look at his Instagram because he talks about things like that. Like what is trending, you know, you yeah. dig into it. I try to help out. So every Tuesday on my Instagram post, I do trending Tuesday and I try to look for something that's trending, but it's not so saturated. So there's lots of things that are trending, right? right. Um, Thursday is trending, but it might be so saturated that if you say happy mother's day, you may not even rank on page one, two, three, you, you're so far down. People aren't going right. to be right. So one idea is to find things that are trending, but are also not so saturated. So maybe only have a, you know, I know this sounds crazy, but only have two, 300 ideas. Yeah. Seems like a lot, but in Amazon terms, it's not a lot. That's not, yeah, that's still real low. Yeah, that's 
still pretty low on, on Amazon Mother's Day shirts. There's 10,000 shirts, right? I mean, when when it's up and there's merch shirts out there. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's what I do. I, tr I try to help those. It, I think following trends is really good for, um, I mean, in the beginning, you probably want to do that because if you if you design for trends, you're getting that traffic, right? That that traffic on Amazon because people are looking for it. Um, you know what to design. A, a lot of people like when they first start out, like I don't know what to design. What should I design? Well, design for trends if you don't know what to design because people are looking for it. So, I mean, it's not a long term strategy. You might want to do something else as you get higher and higher in the tier. But I think in the beginning, if you don't know what to do and need some ideas and want some free traffic. Trends are great. The bad thing about trends is they'll eventually go down, right? Like right. you're going you're gonna to do a trend and you'll get sales, sales, sales. And once the trend's over, then you may not get sales. So it's not a long-term strategy, but if you want some quick sales at the beginning and you want to get up in those tiers, then it's great. Yep. And I think also if you're looking at trends, just be sure that you know what it's about because sometimes it's trademarked or copywritten yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. to mention that. So, not all don't follow all trends. You need to check your trademarks because um, if you make a trend, if you make a T-shirt for trend that's trademarked, Amazon will pull you down, and there goes your your shop. So you don't want you don't want that. So very yeah. good. And Thanks. sometimes sometimes it won't show up because it's um, you know it's like on tests it might not be a trademarked word necessarily, yeah. but it's if it's something that's based on a TV show or a movie yeah. or music. You know, yeah. something like that, it, you could still end up getting in trouble. So just Absolutely. be sure you know what it is. Cause I, I've noticed that sometimes when I look at trending stuff, I'm like, I don't even know what that particular thing is. And then when I dig into it, I'm like, oh, it's a TV show I don't yeah. follow or whatever it is. Um, so just be careful. Don't just, first of all, don't copy. And second of all, don't, um, don't just blindly make stuff just because it's trending. Make sure you know what it's about. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, it's not just about the numbers. You got, you got to be safe out there too. You don't want yeah. to be and do yep. other people's work. So yeah. Uh, more people have joined. Thank you so much, Patty oh. and Steve and Christina's in the chat. So guys, Christina um, wasn't feeling well. That's why she couldn't be here, but she is in the chat. So say hello. And then um, Kason's here. So Lots of great people. Exciting. Um, yeah. Everybody loves loves your work, loves your posts. Um, you're just, uh, it's it's so nice to have somebody who's t a talented designer, but also knows about sales and how to do marketing, you know, or at least like look for trends and look for what will sell. And is also willing to help the community and share the information. You kind of have the trifecta that's very rare. So Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. Anytime. Yeah, I'd love to help. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So we kind of covered a little bit about how you um, how you do marketing, but do you tell us a little bit about, you said you did AMS. Do you do anything <laughs> else? Do you do Pinterest or? Um... Um, hmm. As far as marketing goes, no, I just try to make some, some really good designs that people want to um, buy and mm -hmm. I do my, I guess I do Instagram, as you know, and Facebook and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So I, I do post my designs out there um, mm -hmm. on Instagram and stuff. Um, 
I still, you know, as far as those things that you're talking about, marketing is probably my weakest mm -hmm. um, thing. I'm still learning how to do do some of those things. I tried some Facebook ads, um, still need to learn there. So mm -hmm. there's lots and lots to learn. I mean, traffic you, is a big one that I, I need to learn more about, but that's not the only thing to drive more sales, so. Right, exactly, yeah. and we'll go go into that more, but there's there's so many ways to make print-on-demand work for you. It's it's yeah. amazing. Um, do you, Sorry. Do you tend to learn one or two niches and, and dig into those, or do you um, just look at the overall what's trending? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I do both. I try to look what's trending. So, so one of the reasons why I like doing trending Tuesdays is mm -hmm. I can help. I help other people find trends, but it's mm -hmm. also for me so that I'm like I know every week I need to find out what the trend is. So it's it kind of helps both ways because otherwise, you know, if I have a reason to do it, then I'll then I'll do it. Um, but also, I, I like to look at you know other things like. Maybe I have an idea for myself and then mm -hmm. I'll, I'll look to see if it's on Amazon, that kind of thing, and 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 kind of search Amazon. Is this is this selling right now, this idea that I have? And so kind of do research that way. Yeah. Sometimes it's funny and you look and you're like, oh my gosh, I really thought I had to have been the first person that thought of that. And right, it's right, right. already on there. You're like, it's already there. <laughs> yeah. Um well, I love what you just said about accountability because I've been talking about that in, in Merge Money and it's it's one of the whole entire reasons why I started Merge Money was because to hold myself accountable yeah. um, because it's so easy to just get into a rut of whatever you're doing and stop learning or stop growing. And like with me doing Merge Money, it's almost impossible because I talk to a yeah. new person twice a week. So I almost right. have to learn something from you or from whichever guest I have on the show. Right. Um, so that helps. And then also posting the quotes in the morning helps hold me accountable to reading every day. Mm -hmm. And now I've posted like screenshots of my um, morning routine that holds me accountable to do that. So right. I keep using the group for more and more things to hold myself accountable. Yeah. But I like how you you do the same thing. It's a same. real thing, guys, having somebody to hold you accountable. Um, how did you learn that or what, what made you think to do that? I don't know. I guess I just learned it from doing it. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm sure I've learned it from, from videos. I can't pinpoint who exactly told me how yeah. to do that. Um, but I, I like to listen to new, new people like you and other people on YouTube in early, in the early merch days when I first started about two years ago, I started in 2017 mm -hmm. and there were a lot of people talking about it and I, I just, ate it up and like, oh, this is how you do that. And this is how you do that. So I, I probably learned it from someone I can't, I don't know. Yeah. But it, it helps. It helps. Yeah. To make goals. You know, what's really interesting about the, the merch is that, you know, you have tiers mm -hmm. merch. And I think that that actually helped too. Because when you're in the beginning, you have, you have the first tier and you're like, I got to get that goal. Mm -hmm. So it's a goal, right? And it's an easy goal. But as you get, it's a, it's a harder goal and it's just a little harder goal and a little harder yeah. So it's it's nice to have that those little goals that you can achieve and 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 make you want to go for it and do it. So and there know. used to be, I mean, there still is, but um, now yeah. the daily uploads is so high for a lot of the tiers. But in the yeah. beginning, 
first of all, everyone was lower tiers. And then yeah. second of all, even when you were um, tearing up, the amount you could upload per day was smaller amounts per tier back then. So yeah. it was, it actually helped because nobody wanted to miss a day of uploads. Right. So it was right. like you had to work on your designs every single day right. because after that daily up, you know, after the day right. passed, yeah. You lose those daily uploads and you'd have to start over again the next day. Um, so that really helped a lot of people in the beginning yeah. and myself included Smart. where it was so much um, motivation to make sure every single day you were uploading. Yeah. So I think I learned a little bit from that. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, now you have to make your own kind of goals. I, mean, I have, I think I have a 10,000 daily upload or something ridiculous like that. So I have to be like, okay, I'm going to do 20 or 30, you know, whatever it is that's mm -hmm. reasonable. So yeah. yeah You're at tier 50 K, right? 50 K. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so, so inspiring. Um, all right. So you, sorry, let me go back a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, did you say that you had a partner when you first started cafe press? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, he did the website stuff. I did the graphic design stuff. So as the t-shirt stuff grew, I started taking over the t-shirt the side. He continued doing the website side and we kind of split oh, okay. while the t-shirt did well. So I took over the t-shirt side and he he did the website side. And we're still friends. We still, we're still coworkers, by the way, a different job. Um, but I, I owe it to him to actually, that actually started finding Cafe Press because he was the one that found it. And I was the one that built it. So if it wasn't for him, we've, I don't know if I I would have found Cafe Press at all, but I'm thankful for him. It's so neat, all the little connections and yeah. all the little things we learn from each person. Sure. I was uh, messaging people all day today because we're going to have our, our uh, two-year anniversary next Monday. And it's like amazing. Each person that I messaged, I, I was thinking back to like different things they helped me with. And I'm like, mm -hmm. man, it's like hundreds of people have helped with this whole journey and, and building merge money and everything. And yeah. um, I'm just grateful to all of you. Yeah. Um, it's a great community. I think the merge community is one of the bit, the better ones. Uh, out yeah. There. So, yeah, I think so too. So, well, that's great that you started with someone and then um, that you continue to grow and continue to push yourself. Um, I'm sure it probably you learned accountability in there somewhere too, having oh, yeah, a probably. business partner and, and all that. Um, I guess, how did you, how did you structure your day back then? Like, how did you decide? And, and, and now too, like, how do you decide what platforms to put your designs? Do you focus on one more than another? Or do you kind of just like divide up your week and, and upload to all of them? Or how do you, how do you do your schedule? Yeah. I don't know if this is the, the best way to do it, but the way I do it, um, is whichever one brings the in the most profit, I focus on that more. So right now, well, not right now, two <laughs> months ago, <laughs> a month ago, it was merch. And mm -hmm. so I, I focused a lot on merch. Uh, probably 80% of my time was dedicated mm -hmm. to merch, probably more. Um, so I just kept uploading, 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 research, upload, you know. And so the, the other ones kind of fell by the wayside, but I'm okay with that because merch brought in so much more than the other ones that I felt like I was using my time the best. Yeah. Um, and right now, so I'm, because merch is down right now, I'm not focusing on merch. I'm focusing on Redbubble and TeePublic and, you know, Amazon Seller Central and, and things like that. So Etsy and my own Shopify store. So trying to build those up now because those are actually making sales. So just yeah. gotta focus on what what brings in the most for me that's that's the that's how i do it 
Yeah. I, I like how you say, like, this might not be the best way. This is what I do. I kind of struggle with that, too, because it's like you're talking to so many people and they think that however you're doing it is the best way. And so I, I'm always trying to say, well, this is what I'm doing. I don't know if it's the best way. Um, but a lot of people say to diversify, which is very smart because some something like this happens and you want to be diversified because all of a sudden yeah. one day merch is doing great. The next day yeah. they shut it down. Yeah, yeah. No warning, no anything. So Great. it's um, it's very important to be diversified. And I didn't. Um, some of, we used to have more more hosts on the show, and and some of the other Brianna and some of the other people in the beginning were very um, emphatic about diversifying. And I tried to keep that going once they left the show, but it was hard for me because that's not what I was doing. I was focusing on merch. Um, so I think. Yeah we're we're showing what can happen like right now merch went away so if you focus only on merch then you have to deal with like well now what like you have to kind of scramble yeah um, goes on merch right now yeah yeah but i think uh it's it's a good lesson for all of us and i don't know if i would have really changed it because I was, um, my idea was I want to develop multiple streams of income. I agree with everyone that diversification is great, mm -hmm. but I wanted to focus on what was working, which was merch. And so I was focusing on that, but I did set a limit for myself. So for myself, it was hitting 10K. Mm -hmm. I was like, when I hit 10K tier, I'm going to start working on the next stream because I, I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket and just focus on merch forever. Right. Um, but I didn't want to stop before I hit 10K. So that was just yeah. the way I handled it. So I started focusing on KDP this year. So mm -hmm. I was already not really doing anything with merch when this whole thing happened. Wow. Um, I had already started doing KDP since January. Um, but it's uh, this is I'll always bring this up again at some point, you know, once this whole thing's over. Um, anytime I talk about diversification, it really is important because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, platforms go away or they get sold to other companies and it changes or, you know, so much can happen. So it is important to diversify oh, eventually, like, like however you want to do it. But yeah. yeah. And then I mean, this happened, but merch at any time could shut down too. Like exactly. It's merch. Right? I mean, it's Amazon, right? They can be like, oh, merch isn't worth it for us. And yeah. And so. That's why I'm trying to be careful about saying we don't know when it's going to open again. I mean, mm -hmm. we are assuming it will open once this whole thing goes away. But first of all, we don't know how long that's going to be, how long the coronavirus thing is going to be around. And yeah. we don't know. Merch could just Amazon could just decide, you know what? Our business is selling toilet paper now. Like <laughs> We're not dealing with print on demand. So we just don't know. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Hopefully I'm, glad I'm glad I had the other ones to fall back on and, and do. I, I already had the Red Bubble and Tea Public and Cafe Press and Zazon. So yeah. So tell us a little bit about some of those other platforms and and what people can do right now. Like let's just say people were mostly focused on merch by Amazon and then it, it went away and now they're kind of discouraged. What would be some advice for them? Like which platform should they focus on first? I'm seeing a lot of sales in Red Bubble. And I'm seeing some sales on T Public. Um, I I probably should see more sales on Etsy, but I actually closed it down, and now I opened it back up after after this happened. Um, so I'm seeing little sales in there. I'm excited about. Um, like I said, I keep watching new people on on YouTube, and I, I watched this guy named Ryan, and he said 
to start uh, Amazon Seller Central with Print Printful, mm -hmm. Central Printful integration. So I'm signed up for that. Um, you can you can you know as you know how Printful works. You can have all your stuff on there and then sell it on Amazon. So I'm excited to see how that works. So, nice. Yeah. So exciting. I did that right when I first started because I had been on Seller Central before and then I switched over to Merge. So at first I tried it on Seller Central and then, um, I don't know, I guess I just was so focused on Merge. I just didn't upload any more to Seller right. Central. But I keep us updated on how that goes yeah. because yeah, I will. I'm sure... Um, you know, that's a, a amazing opportunity right now. Yeah, I just um, signed up and I have to do my GTIN exemption or something yes. like that. Yes. And then once that goes through, then I, I think I'll be okay to upload. I heard you can't upload so many at once, right? They kind of limit you there too, or you don't want, I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. I don't I want to put all 30,000 products on. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's a very good question. I don't remember that being a problem, but I'd have to look. Okay. When I did it, it was 2018, probably like the very beginning of 2018. And I only uploaded a couple to Seller Central and then I just focused on merch. I didn't really uh, pursue yeah, it's, it. It's a good time to try new things. So, yeah. And again, focus on what's working. So if, if that's working, then I'm going to probably push a lot more on that one than yep. Redbubble. Or if Redbubble's working, I'm going to push a lot more on Redbubble. So we'll see. It's going to take a little while to figure out what's working the best now. Right now it's Redbubble for me, but it could it could be the seller central later. Do you do KDP at all? I don't. I well, I signed up for KDP, but I, I haven't put anything up there. So you should yeah. try that one. That one's uh, right here. Yeah. a lot of good organic. Right yeah, organic I mean I my KDP account's not like nearly as built up as my merch accounts, so it's not it's still a little hard for me to tell, but but yes, I I um I think that KDP is right up there with merch where both of them have a lot of organic traffic. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Another one. There's still yep. lots, even with merch down, there's still lots to do. So I know that's the thing. There's so many. So that's why I was excited. Well, I was excited to have you on this show regardless, but I'm happy that it's now because it's reinvigorating people to don't just give up on print on demand. Merch is just one aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. So much out there. There's so many. Like if you do a search on on Amazon, not Amazon, on Google for print on demand sites, you'll get a long list of places, right? So. Yeah, there's a, over 50 places. I mean, it's so yeah. much. And there's if you include Printful into that, yeah. then then you could sell on eBay, you could sell on Amazon Seller Central, you could sell Etsy. on Wish, yeah, um, Etsy, so many, and Shopify. Do you have a Shopify store? I do have a Shopify store. I just started this year, so not getting a lot of traffic. But I, what's really cool about Shopify is that on on Instagram, you can have a shop on Instagram if Instagram allows you to do that. I, I think only some some profiles get it, but yeah. mine has it, and so you can click on the Instagram um, post, and it will take you to my Shopify store. So that's oh, really nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just unlimited. And are you starting to build up a customer base? Like, do you have an email list or anything like that? I do. Just you do. still right now. I just started it at the beginning of the year, maybe February or something like that. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, very small list right now, but I'm hoping it will grow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's um, amazing. And 
so I guess you haven't really done Facebook ads or building a Facebook. Well, see, when I first started the Shopify, I did a couple of Facebook ads and I, I got a sale from it. But uh -huh. what I've been hearing is Facebook ads are great, but you got to try it and learn and learn. And so yes. it takes a while to figure out what, what actually works on Facebook, Facebook for you and your, your shop. So I, I'm in the learning phase for that. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook is so powerful because there's so much information there. Like there's, yeah. if you know who your target customer is, then Facebook, you can help find that. Like you yeah. can see right. all the people in, yeah, this city that like this thing that, you know, whoever your target customer is, yeah. Facebook's good about being able to find that customer and, and, and if you have an email list, they can find like a lookalike audience and there's, there's just so much you can do with it. Yeah. I haven't, um, I've dug into it a little bit, but I, I, that's on my list of things that I need to learn because I know how, um, powerful that one is. Mm -hmm. Oh, Daniel's in the chat. Hi, Daniel. Hey. And Christina's asking all these questions. All oh, right. Let's so many questions. All right. How so many questions? Let's see. Does Juno use any tools to help with BSR research or does he search on Amazon directly and use an ex a Chrome extension to see BSR? I do. I use a Chrome extension to see the BSRs. It's DS Amazon Quick View. Yeah. Um, I think there's another one out there called Productor or Productive or something like that. that yes. That works too. Product Productor, yeah. Productor, thank you. <laughs> that, that one works as well. Um, so... Yeah, that's what I use. Uh, Merch Informer is great too, if you have that. But usually I just go in and look at the BSRs with the DS Amazon Quick View, pull up Amazon, just, just write on Amazon mm -hmm. and, and look at it that way and search. I, I like to use a combo of uh, autocomplete as well. So yes. if I'm typing in the, the search results and Amazon autocompletes it, it tells me that um, people are searching for that topic, right? Because Amazon... Yeah is putting that in the in the autocomplete. And then I use uh, search results, uh, as we talked about before. If the search results are really high, that means it's saturated for that topic that I searched in. But mm -hmm. if, if the search results are kind of low, two, three, four hundred, which sounds big, but it's low for Amazon, and mm -hmm. uh, that's a unsaturated or very low competition um, niche or topic or whatever you're searching for. So. Yeah. And one thing to point out with BSR is over time, those numbers are going to change because BSR is based on the total category. So of all T-shirts or whatever the category is, clothing, um, they take the total amount of products in that category and then how well this one's selling. Within that, yeah. And it yeah. can change day by day. Like next week, yeah. maybe that BSR is really high and the, the week after yeah. that as well. So you, you have to constantly check them. Yeah. And if you are a seller on different kinds of products, um, you really have to pay attention to which product category you're looking at. Because if you're used to T-shirts and what's a good BSR on T-shirts, and then now you're trying to sell some kind of kitchen gadget, yeah. it's going to be different. BSR numbers are not, but they don't correlate. So it's yeah. you got to know your category that you're selling in. So do you use BSRs for KDP too? I would imagine you do. Yeah, I um, I do. I I am not as great at knowing what BSRs are great on KDP because I'm still um, I'm so much more used to merch. <laughs> but right. yeah. you can tell you I use um, Bookbolt to help with that, like oh, just nice. pulling up 
and yeah. seeing the bestsellers on there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, books is a different category than t-shirts. So mm -hmm. you got to pay attention to all that kind of thing. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I use book bolt for research for KDP. Yeah. See, that's another good thing about being in the merch community is like all mm -hmm. these other people have figured out a way to, to find trends or for, to find what's, what's good to sell or to help you with design or to help you with this or that. And like, there's so many tools out there for, for merch and how to sell on merch, which is great. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and ask all Christina's questions. She's, she's got some good ones Thanks, with AMS. Does Juna do just automated ads or does he do manual AMS ads? If manual, any tips to share? Um, I just started doing manual ads, so I don't know how well they're working right. Like a week or two before this whole thing hit, I was doing manual keywords. So it's like exact match and and, uh, and those kind of things. I feel like those work better, but again, I only have like two weeks of data to support it. So most of the time before that, I was just doing automatic, just automatic, yeah. Yeah, they both work. So they it's just, um, yeah. I feel like they get better over time too. I yeah. um, seems like Amazon kind of learns who's who's buying your. And stuff. I watch the ACOS, the ACOS, mm -hmm. uh, and see if it, if I'm spending more than I'm selling. So if the ACOS, and I don't know if this is right or not, but I try to like make it under twenty percent. Mm -hmm. So if it goes above 20%, I kind of watch that and, and tweak it or, or stop it and do something else. So um, I do, I do watch that yeah. on my Amazon ads. All right. And then do you use Printful for Amazon Seller Central? If not, who do you recommend? I just started Amazon Seller Central. I am going to use Printful. I haven't uh, added any t-shirts to Amazon Seller Central yet, but as soon as that uh, I, as soon as I get signed up and all of that, I probably end of the week. So I'll be posting what, what I learned on Instagram. On Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And the GTIN exemption thing is easy. So yeah, it's just, a thing, about right? you fill it out, sign it's, in. Yeah. It's super simple. Um, I think I pulled up a video on how to do it, but it's oh, like, I remember it was, um, like super easy. You just filled yeah. out the form, sent it in and then they like, Sweet. let you know that they approved it or whatever they say, yeah. but it was, it was not a hard process. That's all I remember. I'm excited about that is like, because there's no merch shirts on there, there's mm -hmm. like a lot less competition, right? Yeah. So that, yeah. I think this could work. Yeah. Anybody in the chat, if you um, are selling on seller central, let us know how it's going. Yeah, please. Um, that's definitely yeah. something that we should be um, all doing. It's new to me. Yeah. Um, when Amazon, when is Amazon going to open AMS program again? You have any idea? I'm struggling with organic traffic. There's a lot of competition. I'm tier 500 by the way. So that is me though. Yes. Uh, I have no idea when they're going to open again. As far as I know, there's, you can still put ads out there, but you don't have any shirts to put ads for. So that's why we closed it down. Uh, I, I closed mine down cause I don't have any, like, if you go on there and try and search for my stuff, it's not there on Amazon. Amazon just actually, they didn't pull it all down, but you can't find it, right? I think there actually was a thing where if you didn't have AMS, yeah. um, they're not letting new people join it. Oh, that's what he means. Yeah. So, oh, I don't know about you know, that. I'm not sure about when they're going to open that up again. Um, I don't know when that's going to I wish. I was, lucky. I was lucky to get in. Early. Yes. 
I wish yeah. that they would let us know things like that, but unfortunately I don't know. Um, but tough. So you have to, that's why I say go for trends because mm-hmm. um, you really want to, um, if you're going to just design stuff and you don't have traffic to push traffic, like you're not doing ads or you're not doing, you, you're really relying on organic traffic, right? And so how does organic traffic work? Well, people are looking for stuff that they want to find. And how do you know what people want to look for? Then you you do the, like in Amazon, type in the the phrase, oh, people are looking for that. I should make more of those, right? So you really need to design things. If you're relying on organic traffic, you really need to design things that people want to buy and what people are looking for. So mm-hmm. that's my tip for that. And that goes with research. You can't just like back in the day, remember I said in Cafe Press, I was just putting out things that I thought was funny and I, weren't, I wasn't getting any sales. Well, that's the same thing that's happening on Amazon. A lot of times when people first join Merch by Amazon, they're like, oh, Merch by Amazon, it makes lots of money. Oh, I'm going to just throw up T-shirts and make a lot of sales. Well, that's not really how it works. You have to have a good design, first of all, but good design isn't all of it. You need a good design that people are looking for, right? Because you can make a really cool design, elaborate design that's better, like it's a work of art. But if nobody's actually looking for that work of art, then it's not going to sell, right? Because, or, or you have to drive traffic to it and then maybe you'll get some eyeballs on it. But the thing is you need you need eyeballs on it. You need people looking for it. You need people wanting it to buy it and stuff. Yeah. All very good points. And I, I, I think that that's a, a good thing to elaborate on because I think a lot of people are in that position where they're, you know, tier 25, tier 100, tier 500, um, and they you know, feel frustrated and, and things like that. Um, I think part of it is expectations. Part of it is just a learning curve. Um, I, I, what, what would you recommend? Like what exactly is needed to succeed in print on demand? Like, okay. do you think that it takes a while to learn graphic design, learn keywords, learn all these different things or, or yeah. what should people expect? So I think, in, I think you need at least these three basic things mm-hmm. in research. You need to know what, um, do your research, find out what's selling, find out what's selling good for you. As soon as you get some sales, like why did that sell for me? Why did, can I make more of those? Um, look on, you know, search Google, search the internet, find things that you like and, and get some ideas and, and, Look at BSRs. We talked about trends. We talked about different things that are popular. Go to like different pod sites and see what's trending there and see what's selling there. So uh, research is one. Design is is part of it. Like you have to have, if you're in a competition with other t-shirts on the, online, like let's say you design a Mother's Day shirt. Of course, that's really saturated. But let's say you found a little niche in Mother's Day and you're on page one with everybody else. Well, why are they going to pick yours over everybody else? Well, it's probably because of design or of the keyword that you're using or, or you know, something that speaks to others. So design is a good thing. You got to learn new good design, the colors, um, um, look at different pod sites um, and, and just generate a lot of designs, not just think that, you know, I mean, in the lower tiers, you only have 10. So make it your best 10. But as you as you keep going up in tier, you just got to keep, keep creating, keep putting more and more stuff. So that's design. Um, and I think the next thing is traffic. Like we talked about a little bit of traffic. We, you can rely on organic traffic. You can, um, go on social media and drive traffic that way with your Facebook and Instagram posts, um, AMS, 
use the right keywords again with the trends like if you're doing trends and that's going to give you some some traffic um go on and and tell your story on why you're why you're doing this um design right maybe do a, a instagram story or a TikTok on why you why you did this so you you, you need the followers you need the traffic. Um, you need the eyeballs on your on your stuff. So research, design, traffic, and then keep learning, learning how to do better research, learning how to do better design, learning how to get more traffic. To, that's that's what it takes. Like you keep learning. Yeah, that's, I think that's why Merch did the tiered system, right? Mm -hmm. In the beginning, you got ten. You got you got to put in your first ten, your your best ten, and you learn which one of those ten sells sold, and then why did that sell, and then yeah, you know, learn from that. So. Such great points. And I think I think it's just a matter of people just don't know what it what it really takes. Um, because I know I was like that with um yeah. with FBA. So I before I did merch, I sold um uh FBA through Seller Central. So I would go to stores, buy something, ship it to Amazon. And I think it's very easy when you're first starting out to feel like you're working so hard. Yeah. So I felt like I was working so hard and trying so hard. Um but like when you really broke it down, like, okay, what did I actually do today? And it was like, okay, I went to one store, shopped stuff, yeah. came home, shipped one box or yeah. two boxes. You have to realize like that is not what it takes to succeed on FBA. Yeah. You have to go to many stores. You have to buy many cartloads of stuff. You have mm -hmm. to ship many boxes. Mm -hmm. um, and it took me a while to kind of realize like what it actually took. And learning what it actually took was talking to other FBA sellers. And I think it's the same with print on demand. Like people think it takes uploading three shirts. And it's like, no, it's going to take a lot more than that. And it, and even if you're on tier 10, you're probably going to have to design more than 10 shirts to really, how are you going to know what are your 10 best if you only have 10? You yeah. really should probably design like 50 and pick your 10 best out of those 50 um, or rotate it out or, or things like that. Um, so I think some of it is just understanding what it really takes like it takes designing a lot of shirts to develop design skills it yeah. takes a lot of research to really understand how to research mm -hmm. um so i think just setting expectations for yourself of what it actually really takes mm -hmm. yeah for sure yeah it takes a lot i mean you got to start somewhere just like everybody else they started yeah. tier 10 you know mm -hmm. I didn't get sales for the first month just like everybody else it took me yeah. two three months before i got some traction and you know even though I had a whole bunch of t-shirt designs from, so what I, when I thought, oh, I'll just join merch and I'll just take my best sellers from Cafe Press, put it on Merch by Amazon, money. No, it doesn't work that way. Because what sells on Cafe Press doesn't necessarily sell on, on merch. So you have to learn, learn the merch system and learn what sells well on merch and what sells well on Cafe Press, put it there. What sells well yeah. on you know other pod sites you, you put there, so. Well, that, thank you for sharing that because I think that's eye-opening for people that even you with like experience since 1995, um, <laughs> you still it took more than a month to get a sale and yeah. even in 2017. So, yeah. you know, now there's even more shirts it takes. It, it's not easy. It's really not. Um, but I think while you're building up merch, while you're stuck in tier 10 or tier 25 or whatever tier, yeah. You can be uploading to Redbubble or Zazzle or KDP or any of these platforms. Yeah. Um, and you can learn there. Like you yeah. don't have a limit there. At, at Merch, you have the tier 10 limit, but Redbubble, you can 
throw a hundred on there if you have the time and, and learn from there and what sells there. And so, yeah, yeah. I think that's all very good points. And I think, tell us a little bit more about your Instagram and what you post each day. Cause I, I know you have such good tips on design. You have, so for people learning, what are things that you're helping teach? Okay. So when I first started um, Instagram, I thought, well, I heard that you need to post consistently on Amazon, on Instagram to get a good following. So I thought I'm going to break it down to a work week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'll take a break on the weekends. Um, Monday, I was thinking, well, I saw this hashtag Monday motivation or motivation Monday. So I'll do motivation quotes on Monday. So I do motivation quote, motivation things on Monday. Um, Tuesday, I was trying to think I was going for alliteration. So uh, Tuesday trends. I know trends are important for, for merch. So every Tuesday I post a, a trend that's trending on merch. I haven't done one in the cap last couple weeks, maybe, maybe just last week, but th that's because there's not, a no, I did. It's not a merch trend. That's what I did. So I, I just did a trend. So it's not a merch trend. Um, so I'll probably do that again tomorrow where it's not a merch trend. Um, and then Wednesday is um, when wisdom Wednesday. So I try to drop some wisdom for, you know, just your side hustle, entrepreneur wisdom, things that I learned from other people there. Um, Thursday, I try to do some design tips. So I try to show you um, some things that you can learn, some kind of like color theory or um, how to make this vintage design or doodle design or something you can use in your t-shirt design. So if you go back and all the Thursday posts that I've done, uh, you can learn how to design a t-shirt in different ways. You know? Yeah. And guys um, do that. It's, I mean, yeah. it's amazing. This is all free and it's from a designer that has been doing design since 1995. Yeah. Yeah, and, you can go back. So I would just recommend new people just literally look at each Instagram post and it's try. Like You explain like step by step how to design mm -hmm. something and they mm -hmm. could just follow along and, and mm -hmm. you can learn so much from that. Yeah, it's pretty much a free class, free class in design. I mean, they're little small itty bitty classes. But Which is amazing. Yeah, there's a lot of them. I just decide to literally learn something from Juno every day. Like it's it's there. It is. Yeah. So, um, and then Friday is Friday fonts. So I don't want to forget that one. So I, I try to find a good font. There's so many fonts out there. I, I usually use my fonts, but there's other places where you can buy fonts. Um, and so I try to, I try to post a font that's good for t-shirts. So not just any font, you know, usually something bold or, or, or cursive like that you can see on a t-shirt. I'm not using just you know, straight Helvetica or whatever, which is yeah. fine if you want to use Helvetica, but or comic pen. <laughs> you just giving it, giving yeah. it away, guys. Yeah. Making it too easy for us, telling us the fonts, how to do the yeah. designs, yeah, and what I, the I, trends are. <laughs> and another thing, which I, I don't know if I should have should have done this, but it's too late now that I'm I'm doing it. I show I show my designs too, and a lot of merch people are afraid to show their designs because yeah. like, oh, they're gonna steal my designs does happen like yeah. if you google search my designs there's a lot of my designs that have been stolen but i just want to yeah. show people like look this is what you can do this is what i'm doing i'm not showing all my designs i have you know thirty thousand yeah. of them so i don't feel too bad but i i show some of my designs and you can see right there what what's doing how's it doing so yeah I, I think it's amazing what you're doing and I'm so grateful for people like you that are, well, I, I say people like you, you're like one of a kind. There's not a lot of people like you, but um, thank you for, for everything that you're doing for everybody. It's been great. It's a, a good platform for uh, 
for followers. They, they've been great. All of my followers have been great. Almost 10,000 now. So it's been, it's been really nice. And it should be way more than that, guys. If you're watching this, seriously, you need to make sure you're following him. Yeah. 10,000 sure. is going to be nice because I, I think at 10,000, you get to swipe up in the stories. So it's nice. Yeah. That'll be great. Oh, gosh. Instagram. We are so behind on Instagram. Um, I'm sure almost everybody watching doesn't follow us there because yeah. I don't know why. I just, I, I don't, I just love the Facebook group. So it's hard for me to branch out and do Instagram and Twitter and all these different things. Um, yeah, I knew it was going to be hard for me on Instagram, which is why I did the way I did it and structured that Monday will be this, Tuesday will be this. So every every day or the day before, I'm like, I got to do my Tuesday post tonight, you know, that kind of thing. So nice. <laughs> well, fantastic. Um, it is almost nine o'clock. So really? wow, more questions. It's so fast, right? Yeah. It, it always, everybody always is like, oh, Helen, I don't know if I'm about to do a whole hour. And I'm like, I'm going to try to keep it to an hour, but no guarantees. I know. <laughs> so we'll just go real quick. Um, uh, Christina had a couple questions about um, best way to do research for Redbubble or TeePublic or some of these other sites. Yeah. So not as great as the BSR thing that we talked about in Merch, but almost every pod site um, will tell you what their best sellers are and what's trending, almost every one of them. And they're not really up to date, um, not as up to date as, like we're spoiled with with merch. At least I feel like I'm spoiled with merch because BSR is like change and you can know right away what's trending like right now. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, that's that's probably the best way you could do it for Redbubble and TeePublic and others like that. Just go on there, look at t-shirts. There's usually a, like, a, like a drop down or something, sort by, you know, trending or sort, sort by bestsellers. So. There's that. Yep. Quick there tip. you go. Perfect. Um, and then what did we miss? I feel like we have barely scratched the surface, but is there one thing that you really mm -hmm. wanted to be able I, to tell people? Got my notes here. So we talked about research and design and traffic and keep learning. Um, I, I feel like, I, I know this sounds really simple, but just do more. Just keep creating, keep doing more things. More designs bring more traffic, right? More designs bring more sales. More products bring more sales. More pod shops do just do as as much as you can. Like, just keep creating. Keep that. That's how you. That's how you get thirty thousand products on there. You just do a little bit at a time, dude. Yeah. And today, do twenty tomorrow. Then make your own goals too. Like, um, I, I, I make my own goals to like. Today, I'm going to do this, right? If you start each day with, with saying, these are the top three things I'm going to do today and I'm not going to go to bed until I do these. And I think staying hungry is really important too. Like back, I, I think I was more hungry when I first started, I felt like, because when I was in tier 10, I'm like, I'm going to get to that tier 20 and I'm, I'm going to do everything it takes to get to there, you know? And so some days I need, I need to refocus and, and tell that to myself, like, Now's a great time too. Like, if you're not hungry now that merch is closed down, like, uh, to get more sales, like, that that should motivate you to do even more. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna put more and more on Redbubble now. I'm gonna put more and more on stuff. So, so make your own goals and, and stuff like that, and keep to them. So if you're hungry enough and feel like this is I need to do this because like you have to have a a good reason, right? Not just like yeah, I'm gonna get to it when I get to it kind of thing. Uh, the the reason behind it is what's going to push you to do it. So have a good reason why you're doing it. 
Amazing. Amazing tips. And I know it, it sounds simple, but that's it's the key. Not. That is the yeah. key. You have to have a reason why and do more. I love that you said do more because that's what I was kind of starting to say too uh, when I was saying I wasn't doing enough with FBA. Like what you think is if you're a new entrepreneur or if you're new to print on demand, whatever you think you need to do, multiply that by at least 10, probably a hundred, <laughs> depending yeah. on where you are. Like yeah. it takes more, but if you just expect that you're going to be able to, in the beginning, it's hard. It's like, maybe you really only can do one design that day, yeah, but right. as you, as you learn and as you grow, just know, like, just expect yourself to be able to do a lot more than that. Um, and you will, you'll, you'll get there. Um, yeah. But it, it does take more. Yeah, I every I think a lot of people know what to do, you know, just like exercise or losing weight, right? Everybody yes. knows what to do. Like it's the doing part that yes. like knowing is half the battle, but the other half is actually action, right? Remember that knowing yep. half the battle, G.I. Joe thing? Yeah. <laughs> the other half is is action. If you didn't know what the other half is, you have to actually do the thing. Like just knowing yeah. that, oh, 80% of losing weight is is diet. Well, I know that, but yeah. I, I actually have to do so all these things I think a lot of people know create more products and and do this use the right keywords and yeah. PSR and research and design and traffic and like a lot of people know all of that things but actually doing it that's that's the next step yeah you and you're it. you're not special right like you just you do it and yeah. you've done it for years and years and years so I think everyone can it's just um finding a way like how can you get yourself to actually do it I mean is it an accountability partner? Is it, um, you know, uh, we're re I'm reading a book called Atomic Habits, and it's about great book. My favorites. It's such yeah. a good book. Stacking a habit on something you already do. So mm -hmm. I was already posting the daily quotes every morning. So it's like, okay, what can I add to that? Let me add the rest of my morning routine yeah. to that. You guys can do the same thing. You know, I always post those um, quotes every morning. You know, Juna posts his. Instagram things every day. So you can latch on to one of those and be like, okay, every time I see Juna's post, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, you yeah. know, just find these things where every time you see this, you do this. Uh -huh. um, and, and just, uh, you know, get yourself, if, if Juna can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Um, it's just going to take work. You're going to have to do what Juna does. <laughs> so. It still takes work, yeah. Yeah, yeah it takes work. I that up because that that is sometimes that motivates me, right? Like when I get a sale, I'm going to do this, or when I get this, I do this. Like those 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 little tricks, they really help. So when yeah. I get up in the morning, I'm going to check Amazon, and if there's a sale, I'm going to do that, or I'm going to post this. Like there's so many things you can do. Like I'm glad yeah. you brought that up. That's that's fantastic. It's a great one. Perfect. Well, I'm so happy we got to connect and that I got to talk to you. Yeah. I am a huge fan. <laughs> And um, I just hope you keep doing everything you're doing because you're helping so many people. Yeah, anytime. Yeah, we, there's a Facebook. I have a little Facebook group as well. So um, try to help out there. But it's hard to do all, all the things. Yeah. But even with, like, I, I still have a nine to five job. So I, I, only, I still only do this on the side, guys. So you can too. Like, yeah. I do it in the morning before I go to work. And then after work, I do it until I go to bed. So amazing. Well, you are amazing. Thank you very much. And um, anytime you want to come back on the show, you just let me know. We uh, we barely covered what I wanted to ask you. So we uh, we would love to have you back on sometime. Yeah. Uh, well, this is going to be on YouTube, right? Yes. Uh, so any of you that are watching, 
now live or, or later, put your questions in the comments. I'll, I'll check. I'll check the comments and I'll ask if you have any questions. I'll, I'll try to answer. So. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. And thank you everyone for watching. And uh, we will see you all uh, on Thursday. All right. All right. Bye, Juna. Thank you bye. so much. Thanks, You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs>